Guys, we've made it. Episode 50. There's only really one thing that I can say to you. We ride together. We die together. Bad boys for life. So On the, floor. on the floor Spread them cheeks and show me where the obbies goes Obbies goes Gonna bring you beef and cheddar like all damn day Just meat and sauce uh, wrapped around uh, our meaty uh, wings We know you love that love Right that. in your butt crack butt To keep crack. it fresh we gonna use some horseradish Shit. Come uh, on we going like three knuckles deep Into the next 100 episodes Making you creep Our future looking strong like a massive erection Still trying to fuck the Sega channel Won't change direction uh, But here we keep it classy like eyes wide shut uh, So sit back relax and let us into your butt. butt We hit 50 episodes And we're only getting going Like the aforementioned boner girl You know we're still growing If you think the show Maybe it has peaked too soon Well that's reasonable Because don't laugh It happens to men all We gon' bring the cock and ball We gon' bring the cock and ball We gon' use the glory hoe We gon' use the glory hoe In a dumpster nice and slow In a dumpster nice and slow Cause we all about to blow I saw dog jokes We got all the cock and ball We got all the cock and ball We can use the glory hoe We gon' use the glory hoe In a dumpster nice and slow Just to leave in this fact And those who say that the show is just too damn niche When we say we'll stuff the Sega channel like a quiche A quiche is a pastry Or rather a french tart Often stuff with cheese or meat or savory custard But those who get it, well, they just know That we'll fill the Sega channel in every hole And if we didn't do it, well, that'd just be sad You'd be super disappointed in us Just like our dad We gon' bring the cock and ball We gon' bring the cock and ball We gon' use the glory hoe We gon' use the glory hoe Slow. Cause we all about the blow. I saw dog jokes. We got all the cotton balls. We got all the cotton balls. We can use the 
about to blow. Ooh, so Dr. Joe, she gon' bring the cock and bring the cock and ball. We gon' bring the cock and ball. We gon' use the glory hole. We gon' use the glory hole. In a dumpster nice and slow. In a dumpster nice and slow. Cause we all about to blow. I saw Dr. Joe, we got all the cock and ball. We got all the cock and ball. We can use the glory hole. We gon' use the glory hole. In a dumpster nice and slow. In a dumpster nice and slow. Cause we all about to blow. I saw Dr. Joe, fucking take a chance. Ladies and gentlemen, I really wanted to say that, you know, after now 50 episodes... I've learned a few things about <laughs> about the show. I learned it's full of surprises. I learned that one of the things I really disliked was when we were apart and we had to record virtually uh, because I felt like it took a lot of the energy and the part of the personality that what made our show great. It, dare I say it was in fact great and is great. But the one thing. The one thing that we did have going for us when we recorded virtually is that during the hilarious intros, you could mute yourself while Noah went on and did his thing, and you could just laugh your fucking ass off, and no one would know. I don't know. No one knows, except for the people sitting around me, how difficult that was to not laugh uncontrollably during that entire intro, because it was fucking hilarious. And yet again, I will give you your flowers, Noah. You're a fucking genius. Thank you. So, that's a catchy fucking tune. I, that's my <laughs> new fucking. Record. That is my absolute new fucking ringtone. And we're gonna have that conversation here after we're done recording. <laughs> uh, as you were saying that too, Jones, and I realized myself. It's like you know what? We could just fucking cut out us laughing our fucking asses off. You could just still just put the song in anyway. <laughs> oh shit! I uh, <laughs> I think that was a really fitting intro to oh. episode fifty. Uh, we episode have reached 50. episode 50. 50 we we have somehow found That's a way to Zero. move beyond midlife crisis. We're now We're in the golden years. AARP is knocking on the door here. It is. Yeah. <laughs> I, I am. I'm really excited. Uh, I, is it? Is it episode 50 or is it ep- episode 50? 50. 50. I'm really excited about episode 50, but I'm not excited to talk about Bad Boys 2. Hey, you shut your fucking whore mouth. That's what that is. Listen, I I think... It's a cinematic masterpiece. No, it's not. All right. It's not good. (laughs) Mike, getting closer. We will. We will. Mm. Get into the weeds. Uh, So before we get started, let's get this shit out of the way. I threw the six pack. What is everybody drinking tonight? Well, uh, I will start because uh, Mr. Jafar was beautiful enough to hand me one. It is an Oberon American Wheat Ale. It oh. is both American and weedy, and sure enough, have it on my lips, it is also an ale. Okay. And it is doing the trick it, here. It is all uh, of those how many, things. How many times do you have something on your lips and then you don't realize until after a while that, oh, this is an ale, or oh, this might be an anus? Too many times to go into it on this podcast. <laughs> but I, I am drinking the same. Uh, as Noah mentioned, it's Oberon from Bell's. It's a great summer beer. Uh, we're in the, th- the throes of summer, if we you are. will. Uh, so it's it's a nice, light, refreshing summer beer. Like you just cut the grass, and you need something refreshing that's not too take, take high the edge ABV off. to take the edge off. Oberon's a good choice for that. Wonderful, wonderful, Mac. 
Uh, ladies and gentlemen, that is the sound of an Oberon American wheat ale. Mm. Mm. Uh, Jafar was also kind enough to share one of these bad boys with me. Mm, you um, cheeky, beautiful fucker. I mean, what you going to do? What you going to do but drink this American wheat ale from Oberon? Wrap it around your lips. Doc! Uh, so typically... <clears throat> what I do, uh, and everybody here knows that I do this. Um, I think I may have mentioned this on other episodes. When I go to the, the six-pack shop, <clears throat> I try to find uh, beers or brews of some sort that kind of match a theme. Uh, so I'm like, okay, well, Bad Boys 2. I'm going to find something yep. that kind of like... There was nothing that I could really see. You just couldn't but do then light. it occurred to me, no, no, no. Sometimes <laughs> it's not about the theme of the topic it's about how you're feeling about it right i think that's also valid could be yeah so i found myself a 12 ounce can of oscar blues brewery 1050 it's 10.5 percent alcohol because i gotta be fucking pissed drunk to talk about this bullshit of a film. <laughs> it's, it's not because it's episode fitty like they said. No, it's not. No. It's, it's because it's the, one of the, the stronger beers yeah, I can see for the price <laughs> price point. The price point of per alcohol. You know, I, yeah. it, it's just occurring to me that fitty is spelled F-I-D-Y. I always thought it was F-I-T-T-Y. Yeah. Yeah. No. You learn something new mm-hmm. every day. Yeah. But podcast never ceases to amaze me. Yeah. It's no. 10 fitty because it's 10.5. Yeah. 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 That's the ABV. Which is ironically mm-hmm. what some would give this movie mm-hmm. out of a scale of 10, 10.5. No one does. No one does that. <laughs> no, no. not, not even I, who am a huge advocate of this film, would do that. But, I mean, let's, um, let's, let's give a little context, not to the movie, but to the reason why we got here. this I, is how, episode 50. I mean, do, are we going to have like a clip package that we're going to put no, together here with this? No, because, because like there's enough legs to this thing. Because I want everybody's listen. I want everybody's listen. So I'm going to direct the average person to go back into your Spotify or podcast machine and pull up both the One Hit Wonders and Sega Channel episodes. And then also the Mortal Kombat Part 1 and 2 episodes, where this began to be a real thing and it was in that one hit wonder whatever one of those ones came first it's been a while and we've been drinking beer all day uh to happen first was the first time that doc and i ever yelled at each other <laughs> and it was recorded after 20 years yeah. and it was over this fucking movie that should tell you something about oh how God. bad it is it I actually went was back, amazing. I actually went back and recently re-listened to those episodes mm-hmm. just to feel that angst again. <laughs> yeah, the anger. Between, yeah. Like to get back to the roots of yeah. where it all started. Dear, dear, sweet, sweet, succulent listener. Mm. Uh, mm, right. Mm. Um, this all started. I was at the birth of this. This didn't happen. This was. These were the first couple of episodes that I was very happy to be able to be a guest on. And I got to sit back and watch just the tension over Michael Bay's cinematic masterpiece just drive a fucking dagger in between. Like, I could feel the tension between Herb Jones and Noah Brown on this one. You could could cut the tension with a fucking chainsaw. You know, it was so thick and heavy at that time. Wait, wait, how thick? At least four to five C's at the end of the You had one thing. fucking job. Huh. You had Real one thick. job. Did I? Real thick. Oh, man. Oh, man. Oh, yeah. 
Thank you. Appreciate it. I, I was going to make a point. Thank you. That's okay. Gentlemen. No big deal. We're going to keep moving on. I'll cut this out probably. Or no, I won't. <laughs> Fuck you. I'm one of those you know, the audio editing. I'll just cut out you saying your review. <laughs> and so I'm just like, damn, Dave, why'd you interrupt with something racist like that? Why'd you have to do that? <laughs> oh, jeez. Anyway, moving along. Uh, no, uh, that it was so heavy and angry that we even blew past your asinine comments about Return of the Jedi not being as good as A New Hope and how you had a lot of hate to spew about the new trilogy and we just blew past all Star Wars things and we just went right on to Doc's opinion of Bad Boys 2 and bringing it up and comparing it to the first Bad Boys and which and which leads us here to where we are today. Damn right. Now, I don't think that it's any any guess where you and I still fall, having seen the film recently, 50 episodes into this podcast, do you think if you were a betting man and you were on Barstool Sports Sportsbook, right, that you would bet that either of us feel differently about this film going into today's episode 50? Probably not. Okay, good. Because that's what I wanted. <laughs> I didn't want to watch it like, oh, shit, this movie sucks. I got to agree with Doc. Nor did I want you to go, you know what? This is This is the... If 2005 was a single tear that ran down the face of society and it was beautiful, <laughs> I'd want it to be this film. No, I didn't want that. I am looking forward, after 50 episodes of doing this show, to straight up motherfucking you about how quality this movie is or how lack therefore of you feel about it. But before we do, gentlemen, before we do, I'd like to take a moment before the motherfucking really starts. Because I don't really want to talk about the plot of this movie. I want to talk about some titties. I want to talk about some inappropriate comedy. Some of the things they said in it. And I just want to scream at each other for a period of time. That's fair. But before we do, I want to be oddly serious for one second. Despite the fact that what the intro would suggest that we weren't intending to do so. And I do want to thank everybody that has ever listened to the show for helping us get to 50 episodes. Yes, for sure. You know, it was it's super crucial. How about that? Yeah, right? Right? We made it 50 episodes. Yeah. We're up upwards of thousands of downloads, yeah. and we well, really appreciate and, that. And, you know, think about... So, you know, they always say, like, anybody with a fucking opinion and a microphone can have a podcast, right? It, which is true. Mm-hmm. And it is true. But think about what we've actually gone through to get here. Fucking COVID. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, distancing ourselves. Some of us are actually even fucking having COVID. Didn't stop us from recording. Right. Uh, even instances where, I mean, just random fucking crazy ass life events happening. Yep. Uh, traveling, you know, rejoining certain aspects of like work life and, you know, me being stuck in fucking Tampa. Florida you know, God the technical challenges we've kind of gone through. And, you know, it's not easy, ladies and gentlemen, to be consistent with something. As we've been with this. And, you know, to that gentleman, and, and especially to you, Noah, as the producer of this and the driving force of, of keeping this, this train on the tracks, uh, kudos to you, sir, for uh, keeping the train on the tracks and keeping everything moving forward, uh, producing. Because, you know, for a lot of what you guys don't know here, Noah produces the shit out of this show. Uh, you don't know the technical difficulties, the challenges that sometimes we have with the audio. Um, how he sometimes has to take total horse shit and at least make it sound like we were doing it all together in person uh, when technical issues happen. So, sir, kudos to you. I'm going to get off my knees now. I hope you enjoyed 
Thank you. The work that I just did down there. It was nice <laughs> looking at you down there. I yeah, appreciate it. Yeah, top <laughs> Put of my head. Put that in the spank bank for just later. right there. Yeah. But yeah. words. Thank you. You know, thank you very much for all the work you put into this. And, you know, to, to Herb and to, to Jeff, it's uh, 50 episodes down. I can't wait for the next 50 more. It's been yes. a fucking privilege to sit here and bullshit with you guys just like we would if we weren't having microphones in our faces. Absolutely mm-hmm. agree. Yeah, it's, uh, it's been a fun ride so far. You know, Dave and I weren't here at the beginning. But we forced ourselves in as we did. <laughs> oh, you no. Know? Uh, Wasn't and, quite like a home invasion, but it was close. Yeah. It was not forceful. But here we are. But I love it. Uh, there was consent. Yeah, yeah. There was consent. Uh, but, but no, it's it's been awesome. And, you know, we all are super proud to be part of it. And, you know, a lot of times it, it gives, gives us an excuse to just bullshit. Mm-hmm. But it's turned into this thing where... We're together and we're bullshitting like we always have, but now people are tuning in every week to listen. It's crazy. Which we never thought would happen. No. So thank you, you guys, for being part of it. And thank you to the listeners for being part of the journey as well. You know, we do it for you as much as we do it for ourselves. So uh, it, it's a lot of fun and we're glad to be here and glad. Episode 50, man. Yeah, I, I you know, from the very beginning, that initial text conversation that we had about. You know, you want a you know, Doc. I got this idea, and and, and it kind of just started there, and it kind of kept spiraling a little bigger. And we kept talking about it from time to time, and I don't want to obviously. You know, this is better for like the year anniversary, but you know, it was it, it the fifty episodes is a really big deal, and I think that you know, I don't know too many more more talented, uh, entertaining people for various reasons than the people sitting before me. Uh, and I and I you know I don't really say that stuff often because I don't I don't give a shit. But <laughs> I do very much appreciate all of you uh, for various different reasons, and each of you bring something to the show that cannot be recreated, cannot be phoned in. It is just genuine and it is honest. Uh, and I am very proud of this, what we've done, and I I I I cannot stress that enough. How totally unnecessarily proud of it I am. Uh, because it's a really it's an accomplishment. I mean, hey, listen, anybody like you said can have a fucking podcast. This is true. Mm-hmm. I've listened to I've listened to professional podcasts, and I've listened to podcasts that are pretty popular that are not particularly professional, and they sound like shit, uh, and they're not very entertaining or very interesting. So I think what we're doing, uh, while although it may be the same, you know, seventy, eighty people or whatever it may be listening, but they're coming back because what we're doing, they're interested in. So I'm proud of that. So thank you, every, whoever whoever you are who listened to this and, and think that what we're saying is somewhat entertaining or interesting. I appreciate each and every one of you, even even you, Gib. I appreciate you too. <laughs> yes, especially Gib. Yeah, yeah no, uh, yeah, it, it's crazy. It's crazy to look at the metrics of it that when we started this thing, which is here's an inside baseball to our group of friends. We talk about a lot of stuff, but we never really follow through with a lot of stuff. And here we are, 50 episodes into something we yeah. actually follow through on. Like 90 hours worth of content. Yeah, yep. it feels yeah. really good. You yeah. know what I mean? Like, yeah. as, as, as just, just, just as to say we did it, you know? And so I really am grateful for each of you and how, how important you are to everything, to the listener, and to think that there's been over. Not just under, but over 2,000 people or 2,000 listens to us screaming at each other about dicks and balls and pro wrestling and video games. That was just in the opening theme song. Yeah, right? yeah. We covered all of it. Covered the history of the show. 
Um, we appreciate it. As a special treat to everybody for making it 50 episodes, I'm proud to announce that at this exact moment here, uh, when this episode drops, that there are now on our YouTube page, which is being posted with this episode, there are lyric videos now being made for not only the intro for this, but uh, for with Sega Channel tonight from our In Your House 2 episode, as well as a few other musical selections, just because we wanted to let you know that if you wanted to rock that stuff independently, that's available. But... You know what? Fuck looking back, guys. Let's go on to the next let's 50 and shit. Let's, let's right whip it out and smack Destiny right on the forehead with it and get arrested and have a restraining order that says we're not allowed Wait, within five minutes. Destiny in this movie? Not yet. All right. It could be. It depends on, depends on what we want to call the girl who picks the guy who picks up Martin Lawrence's daughter, what he's going by now. Reggie. It's 2022. Reggie. I love Reggie. All right. Let's get straight to the motherfucking. Okay. Bad Boys 2. Jock, did you do any research about this movie? Well, um, what do you, you mean I watched the you movie? You know, you mean your normal... Bad Boys 2 was released on this kind of date and was produced for this amount and made this amount of money. <laughs> I have that information if you'd like. I was unaware that I sounded like that no, to you. No, <laughs> just do it as you want. Thank you for that. No. Um, <laughs> because what everybody didn't see was the look Jones just fucking oh, yeah. shot. Shivered down just my spine. shot over I had Noah. to pee before then. Now I don't. <laughs> <laughs> well, it was unexpected. Yeah. Um... No, it, it, here's the thing. I took some. I did take notes. I wanted to approach this film. Uh, I actually, motherfuckers. I, I give you credit for calling it a film. I didn't think you're gonna do that. I really thought you're just gonna call this a movie. Unlike some people, I'm not so fucking biased that like it totally changes how I view something. The first thing I wrote, and everybody can see this underneath uh, episode fifty, Bad Boys Two, is open minded. I wrote that because in my mind, I'm going to approach this because I had not seen. I watched this movie one time and absolutely hated every moment of it. So I said, "Well, that was 2005, six, whatever it was." I'm pretty sure I saw it in the theaters. I'm pretty sure. So I'm like, I'm much older and much wiser, and uh, my you are my my breadth of interests are wider. <clears throat> so in theory. I actually probably might enjoy this. So I was actually anticipating enjoying the film. I wanted to actually enjoy the film. Um, the next note I wrote directly underneath open, open Mind is, this is a two and a half hour movie. What the fuck? <laughs> it is long. It, it is way too long. I have no recollection of it being it, that long, it, but it, that adds to why I probably didn't like it. It has like a second, third act. It's unnecessary. You know? It has like five acts yeah. when you think about it. Yeah, so the, the I, I didn't care how much money the movie made. All that mattered to me was, was the movie enjoyable. Was it as bad as I recalled? And it actually was kind of fucking worse. Oh, <laughs> oh, <laughs> oh, I broke this, is, this shit down oh. to three fucking parts. Right? Part one. Bad Boys 2, part one. Exploding Klansmen, the stage show. Oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> I feel very strongly about the Exploding oh, Klansmen. That's only oh. the first ten minutes. That is... I, I'm like, why do I not remember this? Oh, I know why. Because it was so such bullshit that I totally wiped it clean from my mind. My long-term memory said, you don't need to remember this. There are lots of things you need to remember in life. Your social security number, birthdays, things like that that are important. This shit? You scraped that from underneath your boot. That's what I did. But Michael Shannon was there. Michael Shannon Zod. was there. Excuse me. General Academy Zod. Award yeah, winner Michael General Shannon Zod. Yeah. as an earless Klansman. <laughs> no. So, I mean, Later did you do research? No. No. 
Uh, what I was hoping... <laughs> no, I wouldn't. He, yeah. he almost sounded insulted that you asked How him that question. How dare you research? ever? I went ahead and did research for this. Listen, I don't even do research for the stuff that I respect, okay? <laughs> and and this is... I mean, occasionally I'm like, oh, I should look up this random wrestling factoid and just and dig down this rabbit hole. No, I leave that to, the, to, to everybody else. I have strong opinions come out of the gate. I make everything into a dick joke and then I move on. But I really was hoping that you wouldn't. Because I didn't, and I wanted the, the the emotion to remain pure. Because our audience, I feel, even if they haven't noticed, has been wanting you and I to scream at each other. Well, they're going to be real surprised I'm not going to scream at you. Okay, okay. <laughs> well, I'm going to yeah. scream at what, me what as you. Okay. That almost feels like a challenge, Jim, yeah. doesn't it? How do we provoke this? Oh, my there's, God. There's but I, I, have, I have one thing this, to correct you on. This is from 2003. It makes it even there. fucking worse. Yeah. All right. This movie and Finding Nemo came out weeks from each other. This was uh, one of the summer blockbusters. It was. Air this quotes. movie was. Do you fucking with listen, your air quotes? Listen, this movie was a big fucking deal. It was in two thousand three. It was. You can't underscore that this is this was a Hollywood tentpole movie mm-hmm. behind one of the biggest action movie directors there is. And I mean, was there a bigger star at this time than Will Smith? Nope. There's a reason this movie came out in 2003, because sometime between Bad Boys 1 and Bad Boys 2, a lot of shit happened for Will Smith. He became Will Smith, yeah. He became, he became Will Smith. Wild Wild West happened, and it didn't zero negative impact to his career. That's how fucking bulletproof Will Smith was, that he survived Wild Wild West, and none of you fucking remember it. None of you. Yeah. So, Jafar, before we start instigating each other yes. into getting really angry. Why don't you tell us about some of the research you were kind enough to do? I did like five minutes worth of research. <laughs> That's uh, what it deserves. I watched the movie and then I did. I looked up how much it made. Uh, so it was released July 18th of 2003. Uh, like I said, one of the proposed summer blockbusters of that year. The budget was $130 million. It made $275 million, uh, which is why they made more. Produced by Jerry Bruckheimer, known for a number of mega hits. The Rock, Pirates the of CSI. The Michael Bay, Jerry Bruckheimer dream team. And yeah. directed by Michael Bay of Transformers fame. No. This was before Transformers. <laughs> <laughs> then, then, yeah, then Transformers. Yeah. So you know you're getting car, ca- car chases. Things flying in You're the getting uh, unnecessary slow-mo. You're getting, you're getting s- explosions. You're getting tits. You're getting 360-degree shots of action sequences and everybody the camera just moves in a circle around the people that are fucking firing guns and everybody yes. is glistening they're not sweaty Mm-mm. but the, they're not dry they're post sweat they're glistening sh- they're extra the, shiny yeah the entire two hours and 27 minutes of this movie is shot at sunset yeah so i'm gonna make my joke that i have in my notes if anyone saw it on there i'm like so the cinematographer came up to michael bay and they're like michael what do you have an idea for how this movie should look he's like hey you ever look at the sun for 20 minutes <laughs> that because every fucking shot is overexposed oh my or God. grainy as shit like oh you like you have no idea how human beings are supposed to look uh, so, so that's the extent of my research. And then listen, that's fair so research. So let's talk about the fucking movie. Uh, what's there to talk about, right? So, oh, what uh, is it there the, to talk the, about? The plot is real loose. Um, <laughs> real quick. So as you say the plot is real loose, it actually, in on IMDb, the synopsis is two loose cannon narcotic cops. <laughs> there you go. Uh, look, everything that I'm going to say... Uh, I, I'm looking at it through the lens of the first movie, because the first movie was excellent for what it was. Uh, I think the 
the first movie, while not perfect, and not, you know, amazing, wasn't an Oscar winner, but for a 90s buddy cop, a, ni- well, 1995, I think, too, actually. 97? 95. 95. 95. Really? Buddy cop film. Mm. It was eight years between movies. Yeah, it was perfect. Day it was perfect right, for a buddy we, cop. We talked about we, earlier thing. We talked about Martin Lawrence was the big star in Bad Boys One, mm-hmm. and Will Smith was the star of Bad Boys Two. Yeah. Might listen. I have gripes with the film. I have lots of them, but I'm not going to go through each one because that's ridiculous. Please sounding. do. I'm not. But what I'm going to do is talk about what could have been, because underneath okay. this film was something really good, but they just saddled it with so much bullshit, like. You watch the first several minutes. Like, I'm talking several minutes and nothing's really happening. Like, but if you watch the first Bad Boys film, you're right into it. You feel the character development. It's already starting. The camaraderie between characters is already starting. Everybody remembers the first ten minutes of Bad Boys 1. Because it was fucking hilarious. Until I watched the second the movie the second time, I had no recollection of even what happened. You know why? Because nothing actually happened. There was, you know, I wrote it. Hold on, where's it at? Oh God, I think I wrote something about Mike Bay loving uh, military porn. I love that you call him Mike Bay. Fuck him, he's Mike Bay to me. I love it. Jesus Christ, I don't so like so it. He's got no respect. So wait, fun. hold on. Why is that disrespectful exactly? Because he seems like he really. Bay. I, he, yeah, but he's call called Michael Herb, Bay. But my name is Herbert. Yeah, but, but he doesn't go by Mike. No, he, yeah. cho- he chose. What the fuck? He chose <laughs> to be. Wait, 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 wait. How does he do? People call Sam Sam Jackson. They do, and they also call him Samuel L. Jackson. Yeah. What the fuck's the difference? Uh, because when you say Sam Jackson, you're not saying Sam Jackson to be disrespectful. I'm right? not being disrespectful. No. What if I You just, perceive it as me you, being disrespectful. You, you should be, though. How many like, people? That's what, what? I'm saying. Mike, Mike, yeah, but, Mike Bay. That's but, his name, right? But, but look at it he like this. He doesn't go by Mike. No, he According goes, to fucking who? Him. Michael every, Bay. Everybody. Uh, every, do you know everybody he knows? No. That, that's 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 true. a really fucking true like point. You're having. <laughs> I feel well, like everybody calls him Michael. I'm gonna if, call his ass Mike. That's Mike, his name. But if Michael <laughs> Bay's, but if Michael Bay's on his podcast, yeah, he's you're like, still doing it. It's like, but I'm sitting here. I'm really enjoying, you know, the work that Noah does and Jeff does oh. and Dave does and that Herbert Jones. Yeah, you know what? That's part. That's my fucking name. God. You know what? Like, I don't have to like it, but that's my name. I just want to. And more importantly, I refuse. Listen, if this, if this son of a bitch. Likes to refer to himself as Michael because he thinks he's a sweet director. I he saw does. Transformers one and two. He's not. Can you can you can you speak directly into the microphone about how you feel about Mike Bay or Michael Bay? I will tell you where I put him on the list of directors. Oh please. Um, and look, he may be a really nice guy. I don't know. All I know him is through his directorial efforts and uh, executive producing, which I don't count that because what does an executive producer really even do? They pay for things. Exactly. But as, as, a, as a director, and this has nothing to do with him personally, because I literally could not care less about him personally because I don't know him. <laughs> uh, I think he's like, there's like S tier, right? You like that S tier stuff? No? I do. I do love it. I do love S tier. A tier, B tier, C tier, D tier, and then we have you bolt. You motherfucker. Don't, don't, no. You motherfucker. You Mike Bay? The fact that you're getting me to a point that I feel like I have to defend Michael Bay. Let him go. That says let a lot him, about you, Dave. Let him go. 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 Infinitely about you and your affinity towards his work, because I know you like his work. Actually, I don't. Go ahead. I, how many times did you see Transformers, Dave? That's a not the No, 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 no. I don't want to know. No, 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 no. I would really like to know how many times did you see 
Michael Bay's Mike Bay's Transformers. <laughs> I remember you being very proud of that number, Dave. How many times did you see it? I would love to know. Since you want to talk about how you uh, don't want to you know, defend him, I'd like to know. I want to bottle this, and I want to bottle this. Because want, the, the, the in-check fury that you're pretending doesn't exist, yes. and you trying to play off like you're not embarrassed of the number you're about to say, I would fall. Oh, for those at home no. listening, right. uh, I am sitting directly across from Noah. And Dave and Herb are sitting directly across from each other, and the tension that just fired up listen, in the middle this of this is, table listen, this is, is all love, fantastic. man. This is all love, but if we're going to talk about Mike Bay, and then you're going to try to defend him and act like he's not a terrible director, <laughs> but then say, listen, how listen. many times did you watch Transformers? Right. In the, how many times did you pay for it? I'm, I'm going to answer the question. Yes. I am going to answer the question, <laughs> and I'm not going to fucking sugarcoat it. I'm not ashamed of it either, and I can defend why I did so. <laughs> I'd like to hear you defend this. I'm just giving Noah his moments just to breathe before I get the answer. <laughs> this this has shifted so drastically. We're not even going to talk about bad boys. No, yeah. Yeah. Oh, no we are. <laughs> but I think we just got our episode 100 subject right here. <laughs> but, but please receive. Nine times. Brother, I have never in my lifetime as an adult went and saw any single fucking film more than two to three times. And the only Wait, reason... in the theater nine times? He paid, he paid it, this shit. motherfucker nine times. Holy <laughs> shit. Now listen. I, I think there's something inherently <laughs> wrong with this. I thought you meant nine times ever. And even no. that's a lot. I, I didn't expect... When you <laughs> this dude almost got to the I, double digits. I did not expect whatever came out of your mouth to make me actually <laughs> think less of you. But I... <laughs> <laughs> it's a laughably high number the, the the reason the reason behind it was that there are things in that movie that needed to work for transformers to work as a movie in the first five minutes of that movie a helicopter stands up that worked for me <laughs> nine times I, <clears throat> Well, he the saw movie. The Godfather zero times, but he paid Listen, to see Transformers. I didn't bring the movie oh down. Oh my god! I didn't bring the movie You have you. <laughs> you are out of the will. You have brought up the setback. Just bring that shit up. So, oh no! Um, the Hollywood Theater had just opened, <laughs> and they started <laughs> showing. They had it. They had it for two weeks. It was like five dollars. Like there's just like nights that just didn't have any shit to do. And I was like, fuck, I'll just go watch the <laughs> helicopter stand up again. So I just did it. I would have gone to an alleyway and punched myself in the dick with a handful of broken glass instead of seeing the Transformers for the seventh time. But you were past that. <laughs> you walked out of the theater nine times and you said, you know what? I'm going to tell people about this. Yeah. I'm about to so, transform and roll out of this bitch. That's right. <laughs> so that's... I mean, look, listen, no, look, no hard feelings. You never, That's your jam. And here's the thing. You're not, not, not apologetic about it, nor should you be. No, That's I'm your not. jam. I'm not. But, you know, he's he's not a great director. And he's admittedly. Not. No, he's not. He absolutely is not. I'm not going to sit there and say that he is. But there is something that Michael Bay does extraordinarily well, and that is shoot action sequences. I don't think there is a better director that can shoot an action sequence, um, especially car chases and things like that. So I will go. Oh, I will say that. That's his forte. It is his forte. It is. Can he can he tell a story? No. Can he direct actors? No. But can he shoot a fucking car chase? 
like no one's business. Goes back to the South Park thing where he doesn't know the difference between uh, action sequences and special effects or story. But you did not uh, tear him. You put you bowl. Oh, they're in the same look, class. Okay, oh. they ruin they ruin things. <laughs> look, look, hey, listen. I'm just trying to think of like any way I can like besides the fact that how I feel about the first two Bad Boys movies, right? Uh, in the movie The Rock, is there any other way to explain? And justify any other movie in any kind of way, and no. All right, so here's here we're gonna do something real fast before we keep going with this episode. I'm gonna do the very rare Noah thing, and I'm gonna break character for a second, okay? And I'm gonna say that objectively, this movie is story structurally terrible. Yes, yes. But I had fun watching it. So, hey, but, that's all that matters. but for the for the 25 people that just paid attention to that 30 seconds, I'm going to disregard it by arguing about you about how this movie could come in my house and kiss my wife directly <laughs> on the mouth, and I would not only be grateful, I would ask, uh, where's okay. mine? So, okay, look. The the movie... God damn. It, All right. it, it, you know what sucks? Is that if I'd seen the second one first, and then the first one second, maybe I'd feel different. But I've had an established order of these characters. I have an established universe, right? I have an established like relationship with these characters. And the and and in the first movie, it is quickly established the hierarchy where they're at, and the the chemistry is great. And then, while although it does make sense for, because no one ever talks about the after effects of the action film. No, that's the best. That, gimmick in the I whole movie. I thought that, like, okay, that makes sense. But they fucking shit it so hard. Oh, no, they immediately turn it into a gay joke and a dick joke, and they never go back to it the entire oh, movie. Like, they do, but they never expand upon it. I would it. like for you to read this. <laughs> yes. The very last thing that I started to underline. Please read that last thing. Oh, yes. His, his last line on his note, that before he outlined, before he quit, is the phrase... With a star, because that means Doc felt strongly about it. Ah, yes, homophobia. Hold on one second. I'm going to pick my phone and my notes off the ground, and I'd like you to, to read this note real fast. It's Boom. Kind of, it's kind of a little bit erotic. Boom, right there. Will you, will you read that line right there? There's way more homophobia than I remember. Yes, because Michael Bay is an insensitive prick. Oh, he is. Oh, yeah. And that's another reason why I don't like him, which is why he doesn't get a pass with me. Fuck him. I I think we can have... I saw Transformers 2. I don't forget that shit. I, Nobody I, should forget and, that and shit. And every time someone tries to tell me, well, but, 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 no, motherfucker, I saw Transformers 2. He let that shit go to past the cutting a room floor. A lot of people let that shit go past the cutting room floor. No, he... Let he that he shit... have final cut no, in no, that no. fucking movie. No, no, no. He let that shit well, go. Well, he did. He, he saw the shit. script... He heard the voice lines, and he said, "This you, is good. This guys, will pass." You guys act like Michael Bay read the script. He I'm going to assume that he did. I don't think so. And then, look, Mac. Mike we don't Bay really know if he did like or didn't. I'm going to assume that he did. All right, all right. Listen. So yeah, that's I want to argue. What it really boils down to why about, I don't like Mike Bay is Transformers. 2. No, we've had that. We we that's a whole other conversation. We you and I have had that conversation. Yeah, I don't respect multiple. him. No, and that, we will that continue. That movie is full bullshit. We is. will continue to discuss the Transformer movie. No, we and won't. Franchise. I will not be because, a part of those episodes. Because I tell you what, like uh, episode one hundred, shave it up real fine. <laughs> Off the look you gave Mac. And Mac's reaction to that look, how everyone sat up a little straighter, except Jeff and I, who slouched down a little bit lower to get a little bit more comfortable when it happened, 
Oh yeah, oh yeah. If you don't think that's going on the fucking Google Calendar, you're oh fucking dead God. wrong. But uh, let's talk be about, tell about that week. bad boys wrong. too. <laughs> let's talk about this cinematic wonderland of <laughs> sex, sim- drugs, and basically two and a half hours of Will Smith yelling at Martin Lawrence, and Martin Lawrence just taking it on the chin the entire time. Yeah, he's it, pretty much just exploiting. Uh, his health, yeah, it's PTSD. His, his yeah. mental health issues are just being exploited Ooh, the sad. whole time. And he basically, yeah, it's they it's, did some nothing good yoga in their lives. Yeah, they, they did some nothing good yoga in their lives. <laughs> they did. Okay. So to me, I this whole thing reeks. Uh, and I'm gonna be, I'm gonna be really in for a second of somebody who got a chance to book their own angle, right? Because like, all right, so I got this great idea. And I imagine Will Smith and Martin Lawrence sitting down at this table. They're like, all right, we got the great idea for the plot of Bad Boys too following the airport shootout where you guys killed a bunch of people right they're like yeah they're like you realize that in real life anyone who shot 40 people in an airport <laughs> would need to go to like therapy yes. in order to keep their jobs and they're like so we're going to talk about the struggles of being an action hero while going through the rigors of actual ptsd and killing 40 people and martin lawrence is like awesome and will yeah, smith's like nope He's i like, want a blow job in the first five minutes yeah. after i shoot white supremacists and then I want to drive Klansman. a Ferrari. I mean, what yeah. else are you going to do after you shoot white supremacist? I mean, we've all been there. Wait, 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 Jeff, what did you just say? Will Smith wanted to bang his sister. So, we have to, not brought up. Oh, no. Gabrielle we'll Union. Get there. Okay. Let's talk about Gra- Gabrielle Union now. All right, look. Listen. <clears throat> 2003 Gabrielle Union mm. uh, was hot off the presses of other roles. And she was, you know, very well, attractive bring woman. Bring it on. Yeah, bring um, it on. She was a hot topic. She was. Uh, I will tell you right now, she was a terrible casting job. Watching that movie back again now, there was zero chemistry between her and Martin Lawrence. It's like they were not siblings. No. And it, it, you could feel it. It was awkward to me. They casted her because she was gorgeous. And Michael Bay's like, I bet you she'd look real good with direct sunlight right on her. Yep. And that's the only reason. That's yeah. the only reason. And yeah. it sucks. And, and and that's something you bring up that's an interesting point too, Jones, is that, you know, the movie is really based on chemistry. It's based on the chemistry of, of between Will Smith and Martin Lawrence. Yeah, that's a whole, and that's, a whole that's, series. That's the whole reason why the first movie works. It was it's so because good. It's, they're so good together. But when you start introducing additional characters into the dynamic, if it doesn't work, obviously. It shows. It does show. It does. Here's the thing. And I'm going to go ahead and give something else. I thought Gabrielle Union, for not having chemistry with Martin Lawrence, still tried. And I thought oh, Mar- yeah. Martin Lawrence and Joe Pantliano walked into that movie. Joe like, Pants. And they fucking, Martin Lawrence went for it in this movie. He's mm-hmm. like, I don't give a shit. It's, this is, what, 10, 11 years after Martin was big on show. He has made a lot of movies. He's made a lot of money. And this is the sequel to a movie that made way more money than it should have. He's going to try something different. Yes. And he went out there. He did the ecstasy thing. And they put every funny and hilarious situation is, is completely frustrated. Martin Lawrence next to some titties or next to a dead person or throwing up because of their next to a dead person's titties or on ecstasy or watching rats have sex in a missionary position, which is incredible. And they, I don't care. They, they, Whenever Grip thought of that shot. They fuck like we do, Mike. <laughs> it's a fucking incredible. There, there's, there's just moments where it's like, what is happening here? Yeah, but on a, I think it would have been better if Will Smith would have tried the entire time. He's just Will Smith's like, I gotta be the cool guy. I gotta be the cool baby face who's too cool for Martin Lawrence taking ecstasy and watching rats have sex with each other. Like, I will tell you who's to blame for this film. Uh, and, I, and I'd like to, you know, lambast uh, Mike Bay and everything, but it's not really him. I mean, it is him, ultimately. I mean, he's the figurehead of the film. 
but it's not him. Uh, in uh, June 22nd, 2001, Fast and Furious came out. It changed things. Mm. Forever. And then two years later, <laughs> Bad Boys 2 came out. I don't feel comfortable knowing that Fast and Furious changed anything. Mm. I just I I didn't I'm well, not saying that it didn't. I'm oh my god, I'm not this whole movie with you. This whole but movie. I'm also really feeling uncomfortable. I'm sitting there, I'm watching this film, <laughs> and I'm like, Vin Diesel changed myself, anything but his tank top. And I'm, it, 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 I had this moment of clarity when I'm watching that uh, like 11 minute long fucking or 15 minute long car chase that was fucking useless and didn't really move the story ahead at all. It was just the it was there to be the there. Fast and Furious, yeah. Right. Yeah, the Everything sequence. about that film was just way yeah. too fucking long. But anyhow, well, and I'm sitting there watching that car chase, and I'm like, you know. What made this movie the way it is? And I start thinking, a lot has happened between 95 and, you know, 2003. And I'm like, and I went to myself, when did Fast and Fucking Furious come out? And I went, it, oh. And there's no way it didn't have an influence. No. No, because we got the car chase and the bridge scene. We got a boat chase. Unnecessary. We got another car chase driving literally through an entire town in fucking Cuba. First of all, I well, like the idea. Was I like the Cuba chase sequence just through because just you had, it, it, it was we had we still at that point had not seen since only one other movie that I could ever think of was Police Story with Jackie Chan from the late eighties, where you had a downward chase through like a village, right? Mm-hmm. Which is, clearly that was Fast and the Furious meets Police Story, right? Still, yeah. that being said, interesting way to have like how the hell do they get out of the Cuba sequence? Oh yeah, they do Police Story until the Guantanamo Bay because they're like, what do regular normal Americans know about Cuba? Guantanamo Bay, Fidel Castro. So we'll say both of those things every thirty seconds. I have. Uh, well, very strong, unnecessarily strong feelings about the last five minutes of that film. Yeah. Well, We're going to get to that. We well, have to. Let's also point out here, too, what happened between Bad Boys 1 and Bad Boys 2. Bad Boys 1, I believe, if I'm looking at my notes here correctly, was really the first movie that Michael Bay ever directed. Yeah, he did music videos before He did music that. videos before that. That's correct. Yeah. So... Your first movie coming, really, your first film coming out of the fucking gate is Bad Boys. Right. Nobody saw it coming. It's a great start. It's yeah. a great start. Absolutely. So your next one is now The Rock. Okay, again, The Rock is is a big adventure film. You start to see the car chases through San Francisco. Things start to get a little bit more uh, involved. Movie does well. Next film after that is Armageddon. Arguably the biggest movie of the summer of 1998. So now all of a sudden, Michael Bay's first three movies coming out of the gate are Bad Boys, The Rock, and Armageddon. All three fucking smash hits. Yep. Right. Whether they're good or... Bad Boys is good, The Rock is good, Armageddon starts to slip. <clears throat> but... And then you get Pearl Harbor. You know, I forgot t- about that film. Uh, there's a reason why you forget about oh, that man. film. Everything about that film was forgettable until the bombing of Pearl Harbor happens, right. and then the movie becomes really good. Because, again, Michael Bay does really what he's good at. And then you get Bad Boys 2. So at this stage, Michael Bay is writing his own fucking check. So you're not going to get the same kind of action sequences and things, even though I will agree with you that ba- that um, Fast and Furious had an impact. But also, Michael Bay at this point has the ability to do things he wants to do in a movie set without a producer telling him what to do. Yeah, so most of those movies made big bank. A lot of and money. I mean, 
Transformers, each of those movies made close to a billion dollars. Oh, yeah. Not more. Yeah. I want to talk about that. I want to talk about why we have to deal with Michael Bay as a person for the rest of our lives. Walmart. Because mm. Walmart culture in like the early 2000s was just hawking Michael Bay movies for $7 with t-shirts and no disrespect, but a Linkin Park song attached to the end of it. You ain't lying. And everybody just fucking ate it up because you just grabbed a can of Mountain Dew and you slapped your girlfriend in the parking lot and you bought that DVD and you took it home. And you watched it, and you did it a bunch of times. You went to the theater, and you souped up a fucking what a Honda Civic, and you and you know, or your big old truck, and you got a big old Fast and Furious bumper sticker or Transformers two, and and that's what it is. And so when you're talking about the rise of Michael Bay, I blame Walmart and to go to Walmart at two o'clock in the morning back when you could and buy a DVD and a big thing of chew and some fucking <laughs> some chew <laughs> and some chew God, and you just boot nuts. up in the parking lot <laughs> and when you wake up Michael Bay is just on he's just so, there and we can't also go past the cultural phenomenon that Jerry Bruckheimer was in that time CSI was the biggest show on TV for a long time all during this period of time that being said we're not here to talk about one Michael Mike Bay. God, I love the way you say it, though. I feel like we need a shirt that just says Mike Bay. <laughs> Why is that so strange? It just sounds so disrespectful, and I love it. Oh. Or 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 Jay Buck, Jerry Bruckheimer. I want to talk about some key points of this movie a little bit more specifically. Let's get into the first. Uh, the opening shot of this movie is ecstasy. Mm-hmm. It's just the opening. First thing you see is the word ecstasy across the screen. From an ecstasy lab and an ecstasy sequence, we go to Klansman in the Florida Bayou. Oh, my God. Featuring Academy Award winner Michael Shannon. Michael Shannon. Academy Award winner Michael Shannon. And it was at this point, first of all, I paid the $7.99 to order this on Amazon and buy it. Same, and I'm pissed about UHD, it. UHD, and not one lick of it was in Ultra HD. <laughs> <laughs> like, Michael Bay fucking got me again, right? No, <laughs> Motherfucker. I, give you, I give you credit. Like, first off, I'm surprised you don't own this on Laserdisc. I don't. They, this movie came out after Laserdisc. It doesn't matter. I feel like you would have found a way. Okay. Um <laughs> The, the admiration I have for you to always make sure that whatever you're watching is in the absolute fucking highest quality <laughs> that you possibly can. Uh, it has you know, to be. Because, like, I, you know, you're like, I had to get this in Ultra HD. I just fucking pulled out my DVD and no, just I, popped it I, went, I mean, at this point, I was going to rent it. And I was like, rent it, $3.99. Buy it, UHD, $7.99. I'm like, all right, fuck it. In case I, ever, in case I fall in love with this again and want to watch it. Spoiler alert, I probably. I I'm like give Drew my Amazon login, yeah, right? I, uh, I'm one of those people who still have cable, and it was free on demand. It was on uh, TNT, yeah. yeah. There you yeah. go. Oh, that's right. It's, it, oh, I saw it was on Hulu if you had the TNT package. Yeah. I'm like, what kind of jackass has the TNT package for Hulu? <laughs> <laughs> Someone's like, oh, man, I need Hulu. You know what I really need on my Hulu? Fucking TNT. TNT. That's where the drama it. is. That's my tell us. Yeah. If I would have paid $4 to watch this, to be like, how can I get that back? <laughs> yeah. Oh, Amazon complaining about it. <laughs> But no, yeah, so it's at that sequence, and then he shoots him right in the ass. Right in the ass. Right in the ass. And that's... Because why not? Right. So up until that point in the movie, it feels like a bad boy's one, right? It feels like, okay, and Martin Lawrence is clearly like, let's work this out, and Will Smith is doing his big dick slinging wild, basically Wild Wild West with a tank top on the whole time. Then he shoots Martin Lawrence in the ass, and the movie changes the entire time to where basically Will Smith looks, if he had just looked at the camera, dead in the camera, broke the fourth wall and said, this motherfucker, right? <laughs> like the whole time. That would, have been, that would have been more subtle than they spent two hours and 18 minutes after he gets shot in the ass until the end of the movie. 
So that's that's your that's your prologue. Klansman, ecstasy, ass shooting, being mad. And I would be mad about it if we didn't get one of the most homophobic scenes in the movie so I could rant about it here. Where later they're in the video store. Oh, oh my god. I had notes about that. I was so irritated by that whole thing. It was like if someone if, if you had taken me out of this show and we'd never done a podcast. And I maybe never even seen this movie. And you sat me down. I'm like, I want you to take everything that desensitively has changed about our society. And I want you to take it back to when making the worst jokes possible was not only edgy and appropriate, it was encouraged in pop culture. And design a scene. I'm like, okay, so one cop shoots another one in the ass. And then they go to a video store and unwittingly know where all the cameras are pointing on. And then the one emotionally vulnerable cop describes in detail what you did to my ass last night. <laughs> and then having one lady cover her children's eyes, yes! look at the star, the store manager and said, y'all need Jesus. Like, yeah. there's so they much about that. It's as they pulled up porn on the video camera. It was porn on the video porn. camera. And then, then they cut to the implied that, gay sex. And she said... The fray. I can't, I'm not even going to repeat it on our podcast in 2022. What you said, and y'all show some. And she, the phrase she said, I can't even believe flying. Like my Amazon Prime, I felt like looking. Like, really? <laughs> <laughs> you, you're okay with this? You didn't stop the movie. Yet? You gonna keep watching this? Oh, you're in for the rest of this thing. Oh, uh, you must be doing this for research. So we get that. Now we've talked about the fat, the clearly Fast and the Furious inspired bridge sequence. But I want to talk about. The absolute toxic masculinity present in every single scene in this entire movie. Somehow, even in the scenes where Martin Lawrence and Will Smith are not in this movie. Can mm. we talk about this? Johnny Tapia still is finds a way to be toxically masculine. The, belittling his cousin. Who does nothing wrong and gets shot in the face because of it in the whole yeah. time. Every single scene. Even Martin Lawrence's wife cuts his balls off in this movie the whole oh, god damn the whole film felt like somebody who had a who had an axe to grind wrote it wrote the script yeah there's actually five people that had well there's a five people wrote this everything. movie there are it five, took five people there to are fuck this five up five names i could there. huff glue in an in and out burger parking lot and come up with this movie in 20 minutes and it took five people to do it. And I'm saying that respectfully. <clears throat> yeah, because you like it. Okay. <laughs> Let me also clarify this. That uh, I had fun watching most of this movie. The parts I didn't have fun. I got up and had to walk around in order to keep myself far from the remote. So I didn't pause it and watch it in installments the way I have to do with like WCW pay-per-views. Mm. Or you bowl movies. Or uh, This Is Us. Stuff like that. Crap. Right. So, you know, there's something that you, you mentioned, and, and I think that it, it bears kind of expanding on. So you made, you, you know, you, Matt, kind of mentioned how, like, you know, he had some blockbusters and <clears throat> he made a lot of money so he could write his own check. Yeah. And so that makes means that he's unchecked in what he's doing. Uh, and, I, and it actually kind of lines up. I'm writing. I wrote in my notes. I'm not feeling how cool this movie thinks it is. It does think it's really cool. Like, it is not nearly as cool as I think that Michael Bay thinks that he is and that he thought the movie would be. And I remember, and as watching it back again, I remember the feelings I had sitting in the theater thinking to myself, this is insultingly bad. 
Like, again, this is all through the view and through the lens of the first film. I can only watch this through the lens of the first film. We don't, damn the third film. That's a whole other conversation. That was like, that was a product of Fast and the Furious uh, franchise. Big time. Big, and you know that's true. Yeah. We only saw, I only saw it that one time when we saw it. all you need is one time. money to see that movie. Oh, well, it, was a, it was a birthday gift. Yeah. We, we had a whole, we had a whole time. What was it for Drew? What was the birthday gift? If it was. It was like a birthday gift. I didn't pay for it, I don't think. No, I, I think I took everyone to see this because I wanted it was to go and do something. Yeah. It was a January. Uh, it was, it was. Pre, right before the pandemic hit. It was. We went, we destroyed, as we mentioned, we destroyed a Buffalo Wild Wings. Yes. And then stumbled into the Century Square Luxury Cinema <laughs> yes. to see Bad Boys 3 on opening night. Which was a fun and, film. And we figured out ridiculous. real fast what the Century Square th- Cinema's limit on how many beers you can order at a time was. Yeah. Yeah. But it was, and that was, it was the last time before the pandemic that we had a boys' line out. But the, um, yeah, this movie really takes itself fucking serious, though. Like, it? in a weird way. Yeah, and it, it, like, it fully embraced the sort of bro culture. Yeah, which is, again, not, Specifically like, awesome. around Will Smith and not anyone else. Like, everyone else is sort of cast aside. Martin Lawrence, in particular, was sort of cast aside yes. as a result of that. It didn't feel like an ensemble film. It didn't feel like a buddy cop film at all. It's because it wasn't. And it's it, and it, that's what made the first one good, because it was. Yeah. There's two Mike characters Lowry. that you can I love, find. I love the way he just disdains. Like, love what he, he absolutely says it. And Tealione. Now, here's the thing. Let me give the Bad Boys movies credit for one thing. They cast whatever the main lady is in the movie is always fucking spoken. Right. In all the movies. Tia Leone in the first one. Gabrielle Union. And right. whoever that actress is in the third movie that absolutely is the reason incognito mode was invented on Bad Boys. <laughs> all right. Whenever your family has a shared PC. Uh, hell yeah. Right. That being said, um, it takes it. It does. It feels like this movie goes in. Okay, so Will Smith is the cool guy, and everybody else is lame, and Johnny Tilapia is lucky to be the main villain. Whereas that weird French guy, that's just like so French, it's almost disturbingly French from the first one. Yeah, felt like an actual menace. He the did. Whole time. Yeah, he felt like he could cut a motherfucker if he needed to. The other one felt like a caricature of a villain. Also, no nightclub in the history of nightclubs has ever looked any way that a nightclub looks in a Michael Bay movie. Megan Fox was in that scene. She was right. an extra. Was yeah. she? Yes, yeah, she was. Uncredited. Yep, uncredited. Did we all catch Michael Bay's cameo in this movie? Oh, yeah, I saw yeah. Mike Bay in that fucking scene. Yeah, Mike Bay uh, in the scene where uh, they try to steal a car, and he's in the shitty car. Yeah. And they let, and then he yells, and I feel like he said something racist to Martin Lawrence before he pulls off. Which Wouldn't fits, surprise right? me. No. And then Dan Marino shows up for some strange reason, because Miami. Because uh, he, he was, he was yes. doing the, the test drive in the car. Yeah. That they, they stole from him. Yeah. So, because that's what cops do. Let's talk for a moment here. before. Okay, so we can all kind of agree that this movie should be more fun than it is. It takes itself way more serious than it should be. And ultimately, even I don't remember the movie being as bad as it is. That being said, <laughs> right. Uh, let's talk about the realism of this movie. <laughs> what realism? All right. Why would you do that? All right. Let's think a second. I think this movie takes the record for at the start of an action movie how quick it would be into the beginning of the movie before the main characters are fired for what they do in the movie. Because you have, normally have, like, Steven Seagal, and he's, like, one cop against the whole world. They make it, like, 15, 20 minutes before, like, maybe he shouldn't have done that to that suspect. He'd be placed on probation. First of all, what we all know about police justice is it's very difficult for them to get fired for right. anything. Right? you got to really try hard. You really got to try hard, and you yeah. really got to get caught on video for that. But then, let's see, how far, even though it's Klansman... Well, actually, I'm just going to call a spade a spade here in a moment. You think two 
men of color would have been able to shoot a bunch of white guys in the Florida bayou and been allowed to walk away from that? No! Right? Absolutely And not. we're in the opening prologue of this movie, not yeah. destroying a major Key West highway, which, by the way, we've been to Miami. That road is not near Miami whatsoever. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Meanwhile, so there's zero collateral damage in terms of what infrastructure. they did and the infrastructure and all that shit. And then Joey Pants is like, oh, I got to cover for you guys again. Don't do it again. And then they do it eight they more times. Do it again! <laughs> He's like, you guys are on your last straw. And then he hits the most cliche fucking line in, in a movie that I've seen in a long time. He's like, I got a DA so far up my ass. If he burps, I taste it. Like, Jesus That's Christ. such a terrible line. They're like, I don't know. Like, Mike, uh, Mike, what do I say at this line? He's like, I don't know. Fucking make, what's the worst shit you could make up? <laughs> He's like, I got you. So his uncle used to say to him. Yeah, it's like it's like the only thing worse is that if he had just been chucking antacid the entire time, and if someone had been three days from retirement. <laughs> Listen, look, the whole film felt like it, it. It felt like Mike Bay was swinging his dick, and I don't mean that in a good way. No, right. First of all, and I'm gonna say this in a very disrespectful way: what dick? His creative dick, Noah. No, he hasn't. I don't know. I, I feel like you can, you got to get like a helicopter spin and get like a full running twirl. And someone would be like, what was that? Oh, <laughs> my God. Somebody is like bugging here. Gentle breeze. Yeah. Gentle breeze. No. It would have flown into the camera. That would have been it. Everything about it. Like, and I'm like, watch it. There's so much I'm rediscovering watching yeah. this a second time. And there will not be a third. I'm going to tell you that right now. <laughs> like All right. The scene in the morgue where Mark Lawrence is sitting next to the corpse. With and the this is the gratuitous titty shot. Which, which is part two. That's where part two stops. Yeah. Right? Part two, chapter two, big <laughs> ass dead titty. <laughs> um, I feel like if this goes two episodes, ch- episode 51 has to be called part two, big, <laughs> big ass, ass dead, dead titty. titty. Absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> it's just, I'm sitting there, I'm like, how can, how can any of this be taken any, like, a rem- on any remote level seriously? Like, an action film, a buddy cop film, which I guess... Max said it's not really one, no. which is a shame, because it really, you know, well, we're gonna we're gonna go we're gonna go wrestling for a second, right? Please, I have Wait, issues we do that on this podcast. Yeah, yeah, right, yeah, right. Occasionally, I have issues with the NWO. This is gonna be a weird direction. Just walk with me. Well, um, listen for as many times as I take our podcast in weird directions. By all means, yeah, friends, you're allowed. We're here for long. I have, I have, I have significant it. issues with the NWO. I broke my pen so much. I have issues with the NWO. Wow. Because a heel or heel stable or heel group is only good when they get their comeuppance. The NWO never got it. There was no payoff. They didn't get their ass whipped at the end. Nope. They didn't Correct. get. You didn't. They didn't implode. They, they just. Yeah. And they were cool. And they were allowed to be cool. They were allowed to undercut all the faces, make them look less than inferior, and it pissed me off. Like bothered me so much. Right. So. I liken I, I liken that to how Will Smith, like you, you we kind of echoed, treated Will uh, Martin Lawrence, right? And the first movie, they were equals. They were like, and he, while though, yeah, obviously, uh, Mark Lowry was way cooler, way smoother, obviously. I mean, duh, but it didn't matter because they were partners, and it felt like they were partners. And that, you know, Martin Lawrence's character, he was a family man, like he, that was his jam, that was his thing. Yep. Will Smith was all about the ladies and, and you know getting his dick wet. That had the, made sense. Had the big money, wore that drove the fancy car, had the nice exactly. Suits. What, what was it? The oh god, uh, we're we're just the, the the balls dragging the fuck along. <laughs> I fucking love that line. It was so it's good, it's fun, and I to this day still remember it. 
But in the in Bad Boys Two, all Will Smith does throughout the entire film is just cut Will Smith. Oh. Just just make him. Yeah, look, he just belittles him. The it, whole doesn't, time. it doesn't. It doesn't line so up. Nothing. And then so we're in this morgue, and poor Martin is looking like a fucking idiot. Like this cop, this badass cop who saved the fucking city years earlier, looks like a fucking pussy. Like not knowing what to do, where to hide. He's like, literally bumbling around most of the and, time. And and I'm just like, what? And, and it just bothered me. Like, why would they do this for the sake of making Will Smith look cooler than he actually is? I see. I don't think it's about making Will Smith look cooler than he is because when Bad Boys came out in 1995, Will Smith's acting credits were The Fresh Prince of Bel Air. A little stint on Blossom, Made in America, Six Degrees of Separation, right? right? Then Bad Boys comes out. Then after that, you get Independence Day. You get Men in Black. Um, you get Enemy of the State. Mm-hmm. You get Wild Wild West. Legend of Bagger Vance. Ali. Huh. I mean, there's fucking Oscar nominations yes. that are coming out for Will Smith. Yes. So by the time you get to 2003... There are, maybe you can count them on one hand, actors that are as big as Will Smith. You know, unfortunately, when the movie's made in 1995, Will Smith and Martin Lawrence, Martin Lawrence is the bigger star. Easily. He has that thing. But unfortunately, regardless of why it happened, yeah, they put him on the same level. No, I know, but I'm saying, movie. but regard, but you didn't have the direct sequel three years later. You know, you, I think at this point, they're even happy they got Will Smith to come back and do a second one of these. But... Regardless of whether it was mandated by Will Smith and his team, if it was mandated by the studio, or, you know, it just happened to become that way because now he's Will Smith. It isn't balanced anymore. It's supposed to be. I'm not saying it's not supposed to be. I mean, I agree with you. It just isn't. You know, the reality of it is he's the biggest fucking, one of the biggest action stars in a world where we're not producing action stars anymore, which is another thing to keep in mind, right? You know, you're you're not getting more Arnold Schwarzeneggers and Sylvester Stallones and Bruce mm-hmm. Willis's at that point. So once you get Will Smith kind of coming up, it's a big fucking deal that you even get him on this. It's just it's it's a whole di- it, the the playing field isn't level anymore. And I will agree with you, Jones, that it does completely take away from the dynamic of the two of them, which is why the movie's supposed to be strong. Even though they do still have a dynamic, it's not balanced. It's a weird As Libras, we need balance. Yeah. We don't fucking have that in this. Yeah, so I, I think, you know, again, like, the whole film felt lopsided. It made it just felt like it was the Will Smith movie. It is, uh, one, and it it is, the, one, it is the left testicle hanging lower <laughs> than the right one. Listen, I have a lot of fun watching certain parts because I still remember them fondly. Uh... But it was way less parts than I remembered fondly than when I screamed at you during the one hit wonder. <laughs> you did scream at me. I did. I did. And I just, I, you you were just, you you have this way. And I think the listeners can now, after 50 episodes, call us out. That you don't have to be screaming and go on a tirade. Uh, you could just look, like somewhere, he doesn't even know why, but he's rolling off some sort of sweaty, like, 19-year-old supermodel. And Michael Bay is like, someone just fucking call me Mike. And he got disrespected by it, oh, right? How is Mike disrespectful? I because I know what you meant by it. It's Mike. That's his fucking name. You know, and that's that right there. Like I'm not taking responsibility for calling him Mike Bay. Is it's even his more name. digging to him. Mike I Bay. I'm not sitting here riding the Mike Bay, Mike Bay train. Okay, but what I'm saying is that you have you have a very subtle way to get people worked up. 
That being I could call him a son of a bitch, but I, mean, I don't. He is. <laughs> I call him Mike Bay. I actually Bay. think you calling him Mike Bay is worse than calling him a son of a bitch. How is it? Okay, listen. We will agree to disagree because I'm not sure I follow you guys on that. Okay. That being said, I feel like Martin Lawrence was the only person who tried in this entire movie as hard as they could. And I don't know why he agreed to do the movie because still Martin Lawrence in 2003 has more stroke than Martin Lawrence today. Did Not Black even, Knight come out before or after that? Uh, that's what I heard. That's what I'm about <laughs> to pull Black up. Black Knight come out before oh, or after that's that? What that's what I'm question. looking for. Hold on. But like, the thing is, is like, so he was undercut like as a character. Yeah. Will Smith's just shitting on him the whole time. Shot him in the ass. Made fun of him for his dick not working anymore. Like, just put him in all these terrible situations. Made fun of his mental health. Like, yep. just getting shit yep. on for the entire movie. And he's like, this is why I want to leave, Mike. This is why I don't want to be a partner anymore. And then uh, he goes right back to it. He's like, oh, I'm it's just like kidding. I love you. relationship that you always go back he's to like, at the and end. I, and he's like, I'll buy you a new pool. It'll be cool. So first mm-hmm. of all, when, when did Black Knight come out? Uh, Black Knight did come out before Bad Boys 2. Black yeah, Knight that came stock out in had dropped, brother. When, yeah, oh, we're talking, so they were yeah. probably shooting it. Oh. See, yeah, now he, between he done fucked up with that Now, one. between Bad Boys and Bad Boys 2 for Martin Lawrence. <laughs> there weren't a lot of hits. We got a thin line between love and hate. What's the worst that can happen? Which was, was pretty uh, good. Nothing to lose. Yeah. yeah. No. Life. That was okay. I like life. It was a fun movie. Yeah. Blue Streak. Not a good movie. Oh, all right. Fun, though. Probably terrible now that I'm thinking back on what my opinion is. Watch it again to see if you like it still. I can't justify that to my wife. Uh, Honey, I just bought Blue Streak on UHD. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Not Medea, Big Mama's House. Mm -hmm. Uh, And then some movie that I didn't even, I've never even heard of. What's the worst that could happen? Yeah, that's what I would say, yeah. yeah. And then Black Knight National Security. So He had reached a level. Things were not quite. for him. that, That trajectory did not quite maintain even exponentially so you what go Will Smith's career did at that point. Yeah, Bad boys, true. you go like here's let me just put it in perspective for anyone who who, who doesn't bother to Google that. Bad boys one, 1995, you're parallel to Will Smith. Nothing but trouble, you're parallel uh or nothing to lose, what is it, right? Yeah. Uh, you're parallel yeah. with Tim Robbins. Then Blue Streak, you're parallel with Luke Wilson. And then lastly, you're parallel with Danny DeVito. No disrespect to the Veet, but like, bro, like this in two thousand one, Danny yeah, DeVito ain't this ain't nineteen eighty. This ain't twins. This isn't Batman Returns. Yeah. 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 Uh uh-uh. uh. No, and and you know it's Independence Day did something for Will Smith. That movie launched him mm-hmm. figuratively and you know cinematically and everything into the stratosphere because that movie was so fucking huge. And when you go Bad Boys to Independence Day. You're 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 moving in that direction. Those were both hits. Independence Day made all the money, and you know now you're picking your scripts instead of being given your scripts. Right. We gotta call so. something else though. We gotta call something else out though that really does not. So the first movie makes Will Smith's character Mike Lowry out to be a playboy who still does the right thing because he's a thrill junkie, mm-hmm. but he still likes to be a good cop, whatever cliche that is, right? He's gonna do the right thing. In Bad Boys 2, as Jeff mentioned, he belittles uh, Martin Lawrence's erectile dysfunction, his failing mental health, the fact that he does it all, his, his, his insecure masculinity takes advantage of his family life. But we're forgetting the whole thing that Will Smith, this man's best friend since oh high school. God. Yep. Since high school. So let's put it if that's his little sister, she was a child when they first met. He flies to New York. 
and has sex with his sister and doesn't tell Martin Lawrence, his best friend and partner, who has now been shot in the ass by Will Smith, doesn't tell him. And then when he finally, and, and Gabrielle Union's like, let me just tell him it's not a big deal. And then when they finally find out, Will Smith lies to him again and says, oh, nothing happened, no. Nothing happened, you know, right. and I'm just going to stammer through. And never, ever apologizes for it. Yeah. Now, I know that she's a grown woman, and he's a grown man, and things can happen. But there's not like, oh, he didn't have to ask for Will's, for Martin Lawrence's permission. Is no. that kind of shit? Just tell your man that you're having sex with his sister. Right. And then when he confronts you about him, don't lie to it again. Because here's the thing. She... And I was playing back behind him. I'm like, he's, he's telling Martin Lawrence that he's, that nothing happened. Nothing happened. But as soon as Gabrielle Union sees him, she jumps and straddles the shit out of Will Smith. Like, full vagina oh, yeah. force crab. She, she did lead with her vagina. She yes, led with her labia. Yeah. That is that is a labia-led <laughs> hug. And then, when he gets to Cuba, and he was being held at gunpoint. And Martin Lawrence, for some strange reason, with this weird toxic masculinity, mans up and shoots a dude inches away from Martin Will Smith's head. And he does that terrible catchphrase about, that's how you shoot. Which, oh, you mean at my face? That's how you're supposed well, to shoot? Well, because that's how you drive. Yeah. That's from now that on, on, that's, that's how, how you drive. drive. Exactly, right? Uh, he, uh, from he the first movie, by to, the way. To march across a minefield... To kiss the lady he apparently is not having sex with in front of her brother, who they've never had resolution about this. Right. If I were Martin Lawrence, now let me just ask this: If my gun accidentally went off again, <laughs> I'm still in Cuba. I can't be tried for this by any single person. No, technically speaking, they're on U.S. soil. No, they aren't because Johnny. Um, if Johnny, you just shoot at the ground, you hit the mines. Yeah, Johnny Tapia is like you're still in Cuba. Tomato, tomato. Yeah, which I remember. Okay, let's get to the point here. At the end, of, I remember that last five minutes being way better than in fucking wise. I did too. Wise. I did oh too. man. Because you're like, like, okay, so they're gonna do a police story down the thing. They end up at Guantanamo Bay. The cars wreck. Guys are getting shot, and then you realize you're in an active minefield. You're still in Cuba. How do they get out of this? Sounds like a good pitch until you realize what happened. Yeah. So Listen, the sequence, though, of them blowing the fucking shit out of that house. Yeah. Oh. I mean, cool, I guess. I mean, yes. I just, I, part of me hopes that it was Jerry Bruckheimer's actual house. Look, <laughs> I actually know about that house. Do you? That was, that was like a $26 million house that nobody would fucking buy. Like, like whoever built it, like ran out of money after it was built, they like foreclosed. The bank couldn't get anybody to fucking buy the house. So that was not like a model or anything. That was a legit house. That's so why there were no windows in the whole house. Yeah. yeah. And they legit decided, you know, as a part of the movie that they, the studio was able to get it for pennies on the dollar or whatever. So they could blow it up as a part of the movie. So I had no recollection of the end of this film. It was all gone. So when I'm sitting and watching, like, oh, shit, okay, okay. I remember that they traveled somewhere, but I couldn't remember where. The, the Marines broke, like, the core. They, like, left to go so help them out. We have uh, Chapter 1, which is Exploding Klansmen, the stage show. Yep. Chapter 2. We have Chapter 2, Big Ass Dead Titty. Big Ass Dead Titties. And then we have, God damn, man, you can't make this shit up. <laughs> I, I actually, and this is what the, the now, 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 now the listeners know that typically my wife watches these movies with me. Uh, she was busy. She's that shit going on, so she didn't watch it. And thank God, because I was irritated the whole time. And I, I actually paused and rewound this scene multiple times. I'm sitting there like, 
who fucking let this fucking go? <laughs> Mike Bay did, right? <laughs> he does it again. <laughs> yeah, fuck him. Um, chapter three of Bad Boys 2. <clears throat> right next to the mine. <laughs> I don't know if I've heard a more useless fucking line that was shoehorned into a scene. <sighs> no, no, no. She legitimately said, right next to the mine, as she threw it. Who the fuck does that? Who the fuck does that? I'll ask you, do you guys even remember that even happening? I do. Yeah. yeah. Now that you say it, not it, the first time. Do, like, watching it back, I don't remember that. More importantly, when the scene happened, did you not go, the fuck was that lying? Yeah, I was too busy watching just being, you know, everything was so overexposed, it was difficult to see what she, people in Sandy She, He goes, you know, give me the gun, throw the gun. She goes, okay, right next to the mine as she throws it. Why wouldn't he just shoot Will Smith in the head? I'm still stuck on because right next to the mine. On a mine. <laughs> what? Who? If I didn't already Johnny, dislike this film at this in point, a hostage situation, you're not going to telegraph yeah. your next move. She legitimately Johnny, said out loud. She is a shitty agent to the mine. Johnny Tapia is not about to fucking shoot Will Smith in the head so that he falls on a mine and they all fucking die. There's a whole bunch. You know, we need to go back about the cliche about about movies like this, though. That there's a whole bunch of presumption. Like, like first of all, that cops. There's two types of three types of cops in this entire movie and in every action movie. There is your standard cool but not too buff or frail heroes, right? You got Will Smith and Martin Lawrence. Then you have your oh, 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 Joey Pants and Kareem Abdul-Jabbar and giant bottleneck uh, bottle glasses. Don't forget there, about right? the like the dueling like other narcotics cops. Well, no, we're getting yeah, right. We're, uh, yeah, right. And, and, and oh, in there is also for some reason the racist. Cuban Spain. guys yeah, that were, yeah, that were way Spanish better casted yeah. in the first movie than yeah. they were in the second one. It was still racist in the first movie, but it was better than these guys. They're like, okay, let's the great value version of the guys in the first movie. <laughs> I and it was then the same guys from the first movie. Nope, different oh, guys. Was it? Absolutely oh, okay. different guys. Absolutely different guys. Uh, but the but and then you have Henry Rollins, who I love Henry Rollins, right? But like, come on, Henry Rollins, and you only ever get casted. You're either a over the top emotionless cop or you're a neo Nazi. There's never any two for Henry Rollins. Yeah, there's no in between. Any, no, that's all we get. He's I mean, what's the romantic comedy where you know he's the uh, the down and out waiter who's just looking for love? Yeah, no, yeah, that would that. Would, I mean, I don't know if he's like I, you know I used to be the singer for one of the most influential punk bands of all time, and they'd be like, no thanks, and then they move along. How about you're a Nazi? He's like, okay, whatever. Signs my <laughs> fucking checks. Even though I'm like the most liberal person ever, but regardless, there's only three, and then there's the masculine, fucking jacked up guys. The kind. The, the guys that definitely have a Punisher sticker on the back of their truck or their wife's SUV, right? With the blue line on one of the fucking eyes. That's that's the kind of three types of people there are. And for some strange reason, we're on the idea that even though they give no exposition and backstory to the criminal history of any of these things, anyone, I feel like I could go into Miami, hop off the back of a truck in a white suit, as long as I look fine, and I'm like, oh, this guy must be the new guy. He must have, I've heard about your organization. It's like, every, it just hop off the back of a truck in a fucking white suit in every fucking buddy cop movie, and you're instantly was, was that a legitimate mega. Was that supposed to be Cuban, or was that supposed to I be started doing Peter Russian? It was I started doing Eastern European yeah. for a second. I started going Peter Stromare, but then realized that I might sound to Peter Stromare and tried to be ridiculous. Yeah, how about Satan owning a club? But yeah. anyhow. Yeah, first of all, yeah. <laughs> ah, yeah, he's like, oh, this guy, I can call you back, this guy's fucking thinks he can OD in my club. It's like, okay, he's a heel. Oh, wait, he's the baby face. Oh, wait, he's murdered by police. <laughs> <laughs> I will say something. 
right. Uh, I sat through two hours plus of this fucking film uh, against my will, practically. Yeah. Um, I'll take that one. Oh, yeah, that one. Yeah, yeah, you motherfucker. <laughs> uh, but there is a singular moment. There's a point where the movie start, and I'm like, if the movie could have just had this, like, like the like it again, stakes, right? There has to be stakes in a film. More rat fucking? No, no, not the rat fucking. Mm. It it was it was during um the, the big ass did dead titties chapter. Um. <laughs> At about an hour and 57 minutes, because the movie's fucking long as hell. It's so long. Um, there's the point where they find out that uh, Gabriel Union's been kidnapped, and Martin Lawrence's like, what the fuck? And he storms off, and he's having this dramatic fucking moment. Where they hug. And then, like, Will Smith gets up, and they, like, have a moment, and then the cops are, everybody's looking at each other like, alright, this is what we're gonna do. And it gets, for a moment, it got a little real. And I appreciated that moment. And it was gone after that. No, see, that's my least favorite part of the entire fucking movie. Fascinatingly enough, yeah, that's, that's the my only least real part. No, yeah, but no, because like, first of all, the this movie, so this movie knew what it was because there are some actually cool sequences in this movie, regardless of how fucking ridiculous they are, right? Uh, one of the things that I fucking hated, but also loved at the same time, is earlier in the big ass dead titty scene, whenever they're like, "You need to wreck this into the building." Like, first of all, of the oh, thousand yeah. other things uh, you could yeah. do. To fucking distract somebody from the horror that you gotta like wreck the ambulance and the building—that's your fucking go-to. And then they stop the movie, like full break. Like, ah, uh, I got a lot of, I got a lot of citations. Like, me too, man. I don't know about this. We'd love to help you out. So, like, wait a minute. Now you're gonna get fucking real about this movie? No. Um, I I can't stand that scene where they're like, he's like, my sister, who is absolutely a trained federal agent who knows the dangers of being undercover has been taken out of country to a non-extraditional country we have been technically in a state of stalemate and at war with for 50 years 40 years when this movie goes and i know she knows the rest but damn it you got to do something and they're like we can't we're trying all of our channels he stomps off and he's oh <laughs> she's dead mike she's gonna kill her because that's what anyone would think they would be right. reasonable chances are she's a drug dealer uh, he's a drug dealer. He's probably already killed her and then just moving her mouth with the sand. <laughs> I'm totally alive, Mac. Please send the hundred fifty million dollars. I'm so worth it. There's a terrible I image would, there. You just I would it. make <laughs> a great drug dealer. <laughs> I mean, super effective. All right. Regardless of how we feel about all of this, we have to come now to a point where we decide. Was it a good movie? Was it worth any monochrome of our time? And would you ever watch it again? And I, I'm gonna, I want to save Doc for last. And I will say, was it a good movie? No. Was it worth any part of our time? Yes, because in one sequence we haven't talked about yet, that he's done it 85 times since this movie. But the scene where he, where they go to meet the very racist caricature of the Haitians, and the they do the Haitian swing, house. the Haitian with house shot. with the three sixty yeah. shot. That was fuck. I remember sitting in the theater thinking that was fucking cool. At the well, time. They, they did a couple shots like that. So they did yeah, that they did. one early on. They did the uh, slow mo bullet through the jars. Yeah, mm -hmm. into like the, the ass, like the corn freak on a leash video. Yeah. Uh, I mean, the 360 shot was cool, but, like, once they got around the second time and then they just kept doing it, like, okay, yeah, we, f we fucking get it. We get it, Mike. The camera's on a dolly. Like, you don't have to keep spinning it. But they just kept doing it. They did. They did. 
was it worth any part of my time? And I would say yes, because A, we got that fucking song 52 times in the middle of that movie, <laughs> which shall live for infamy. And I appreciate Gabrielle Union before she ruined her career and any chance I get to see her. And Joey Pants can always have a place in my house at my table. That being said, not a lot uh, else really positively comes out of this movie. Would I watch it again? Yes. And I'll tell you when I intend to do so. Because when my daughter is old enough, I'm going to sit her down and I'm going to be like, there was a thing that doesn't exist anymore called action movies. And they are the types of movies that always seem way better in retrospect. And I'm going to play her a couple of the movies. I'm going to play her Die Hard. Bad Boys, Highlander, Pick Sport. And, mm, no, because it doesn't fit my my joke scheme here. Okay. And then I will play her Die Hard Two, Bad Boys Two, and Highlander Two. Not the director's cut. And I will tell her all about all of these amazing things. So I will I watch it again? Yes. Will there be some sort of new high definition that doesn't change a goddamn thing? Because Jerry Bruckheimer is still gonna he fucking stole from me. I could have bought that for two ninety nine and had the same quality movie that I did. But regardless, that's how I feel. Dave, was it a good movie? No, it's not a it's not a good movie. Was there any part of that movie that you found enjoyable to uh, and got worth your time? There are a number of aspects about the movie that I find enjoyable. Beautiful. Um, did we talk about and and about the um, scene where the um, boy comes to the house? No, Reggie. Reggie. When Reggie comes to the house. That's the very scene that I tried to defend to Doc way back in episode 17. That was comedy gold. And it is not. It is not at all. It is aggressive. It did not age well. It did not age well at all. You know, I, I, I take the movie for its context in terms of, you know... I mean, look, we've... We've reviewed a bunch of movies on this podcast set in the 80s where, I mean, fuck, in the 80s, everything goes. Yeah. Wild, wild, west. Just, 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 there was, there were no, there were no guidelines as to what happens. You know, we're in, in 2003, we are starting to transition. We're starting to become more aware. Yeah. I mean, is there, are there elements of, of humor in the movie that in 2003 we probably laughed at that we don't laugh at now? Of course. Yeah. For sure. You know, I mean, there, there are very few cases of, of any attempted comedy that ever, ages well in in a lot of cases you know comedy is always a very niche thing at the time at which it's being done but i mean the action sequences hold up it's it's it is in there are elements of entertainment i still think the the whole scene with reggie yeah it's aggressive of course but that's the kind of whole point he they try points to a gun with his finger on the trigger at a on at a teenager's face and then he makes a reference about making him suck his own dick like he did <laughs> that happened. And that wasn't Fuck even... the context, Dave. Yeah. That happened. Yeah. 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 Like, you can't that, defend that. Like, and, I, and... I, I remember going, oh, yeah, the Reggie scene. Here we go. Here we go. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we didn't even talk anything about the Reggie scene. You know, the, the action sequences, like I said, I, I think the action sequences hold up. There are a number of enjoyable elements of the film. Um, is it something that's like on my active watch list that like, fuck, I, I have to watch this movie again? Well, no. Um, it's not Transformers. But if it's ever on TNT and I'm catching it in the middle and it's like, oh, you know, they're about to go to Cuba, I'll, you know, 
leave it on for 25 minutes and just watch the end of it. I mean, it just, it's not going to, like, bother me in that case. So, First of all, you would watch it on TNT because they know drama. They do know drama. They do know drama. Yeah. I feel like we've the movie has crossed the threshold to where before I would have sought to watch it because I thought it was good. And now, if I see it on, I will seek to watch it because I know it is bad. <laughs> Does that make any sense? Yeah, it has yeah, crossed sure. that yeah. line. Jafar, was this a good movie? It was a movie, yes. <laughs> uh, was it good or great? No, absolutely not. Uh, you know, when it came out, it was, it was a popcorn movie. Mm-hmm. It was fun to watch the first time. I and I buckets. don't remember uh, watching it again since until recently. And the the whole time I'm watching, I'm like, man, this is so long. Like, why is it? Why is it not over yet? Uh, and you know, the action, like Dave said, the action sequences hold up. Uh, some of the jokes, uh, the racial undertones, don't really hold up. Oof. Um, there's a lot of that. But uh, would I go out of my way to watch it again? Probably not. Uh, at least not anytime soon. But it was an experience revisiting it for Getting sure. Getting a chance to go back to 2003. Yeah. And see what was the height of July in 2003. Everyone was talking yeah. about it, even if we didn't know. Here's something else that, that to put it into perspective. When this movie came out, before I get to you, because, God damn it, I am just so excited to ask you a couple of questions. Just you, Doc. I don't care about anybody else. But specifically, when this movie came out in July of 2003, Doc and I knew each other. But the rest of us did not. No, we did not. We did not. So this, this movie is a movie that is the weird cusp where it predates most of this podcast friendship. Yeah. So it would not right be until bubble. October of that year where we would all meet right and become friends yeah. and start partying together. And so when we were out, Bad Boys 2 hadn't even come out on DVD or VHS yet. You could still get it on VHS. Oh, my God, I need it on VHS. <laughs> so that being said, <laughs> hi, Doc. Yeah, what's up? We've made it 50 episodes. How about that? And now we are here. At the point where, at the last part, the 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 chapter three, if you will, of your of your Bad Boys Two experience, I could ask you a couple of questions directly about this movie. Yeah, what's up? Okay, hey Doc. Yes, Noah. Why was this a good movie? Mm. If I had to be like real, like surgical about it. Oh, please, precise. I think that it's a good movie because it really examines the effects of gun violence on the human psyche and how it can affect um, those who, you know, are police officers or, you know, public figures in general. Uh, I think it's a good movie because uh, it gives an opportunity to watch, like, the dynamic of family members or how... uh, people who you work with can become family over time. Hmm. You know, let's be honest. I mean, uh, Will Smith and Martin Lawrence characters, they were uh, best friends through high school. I'm assuming they were best friends. There, there's no contest that they were. They wrote in they each other's yearbook, but we know that. Yeah, yeah they were friends, at least. Uh, and they became, you know, partners, you know, fighting crime, almost dying together. That's got to bond you like family. Riding together. They do ride together. Yeah. They do. Um, For life. I, I, think, I think that alone makes it a classic uh, i think uh it's a good movie because everybody did their part and you could tell that the cast really cared about what they were doing um every shot felt like it meant something hmm. uh and every hmm. character really really didn't phone it in it really felt <laughs> like even the antagonists 
uh, felt like they were even more legitimate than the first time around. Uh, mm. It's a good movie because the score was fantastic. I, I actually don't remember. I didn't actually look it up. I should have. Who was Trevor Raven? It was Michael Bay and Jerry Bruckheimer movie. That's a no-brainer. I don't even know if it is, but it should be. He did uh, well, all kudos of to him yeah. because. You know, he did. He was heavily involved. I oh, I do remember reading the scene that yeah. the, the, the the thing. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. The, the 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 intro. So I mean, that tells you right right off the bat the quality of of the music of the soundtrack of the OST. Um, it's a good movie because the story has meaning. It's a good mm-hmm. movie because the story goes somewhere and it tells a story. It tells a journey of two police officers fighting crime trying to save face, trying to save family, trying to stay together. Um, so I hope that answers your question. It does. I have a couple, one, another couple questions. It yeah. should be softball compared to that. Yeah. The awesome yeah. answer you just gave me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Would you name some other movies that this movie is better than? That this particular film this is better than? This particular film is better than. Boy. Very few. Very few. I mean, let's be real here. I mean, we all watched the same film. We did. Um, we did. And I don't know if I would put... Listen, Beverly Hills Cop 1, 2, not in the same league. Uh, 48 Hours, another 48 Hours, not in the same league. Let's be real. I saw Die Hard 1 and 2, not in the same league. Bad Boys 2 transcends action films. Mm. Because Mike Bay... What? Knows what he's doing. <laughs> fucking Mike Bay. He just... I, I, listen, I've been married, and I've never heard somebody say something so nonchalantly and e- with evil intent and then act like they don't, but they know. If I'm... It's, look, mm, okay, keep going. Please, I'm sorry. I, look, uh, in my opinion, it's just my opinion. Who the fuck am I? <clears throat> You're Herb Jones. Uh, yeah, I'm a nobody. I'm a speck on the planet, like everybody else. I think Bad Boys 2 is a terrible fucking film. <laughs> uh, I think it's disrespectful to the first film. Uh, it is disrespectful to the characters. It is It is not fun. It isn't funny. It's offensive. And, and look, I, I get like, oh, everybody's offensive now, motherfucker. Yeah, every people were offe- offended back then too, but we just didn't weren't. What's the word I'm looking for? There weren't enough people to go. Yeah, that's fucking offensive. Mm-mm. People were. It pe- wasn't as easy to vocalize it then yeah, as it is but now. I know it, when something's offensive, it's fucking offensive, yeah. whether anybody wants to acknowledge it or not. True. And it's fucking offensive. Michael Bay makes fucking offensive films. He doesn't. I don't know if he realizes that he's doing it. I don't really care. I don't know that guy. I'm never gonna know that guy. But he doesn't make great films, uh, in my opinion. I hope one day, Herb. No, you don't. I hope one day. <laughs> you're just walking down the street. It's early in the morning. You think to yourself, "Yeah, I'm a little tired here. Could probably go use a little pick me up. Walk into a coffee shop, standing in line. You know, I don't know what you're gonna order. Honestly, I don't even know if you drink coffee. We've never I even do. Of course, it. I drink coffee. Well, I, I don't drink coffee, so I don't know if you. I don't know if you I think it's We've actually covered this on several yeah. episodes, multiple yeah. times. Yeah. 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 Well, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> as you were, because <laughs> here's here's what I know about it. You're the kind of douchebag that says espresso. Espresso with an X. 
Uh, it's, well, there is it's, no X. Uh, it's espresso. It damn, thank you. Damn right. Only fucking so, idiots say espr- espresso. So, yeah. so maybe you're in line. <laughs> Herb calling out like half coffee, of America. You're gonna, yeah. get a, you're gonna get an espresso. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> you motherfucker. <laughs> maybe you're a little hungry. So there's, there's some biscotti there. You know, it looks pretty good and everything. And you know, there's a guy in front of you. And uh, he's right got a bob go, haircut. Yeah, and right before he's he's in a hurry, you know. Right before he gets out of the line, you go up to get your get your order, Jones, and they're like, no charge. This guy paid for you. And as you, you know, go to look to say thank you to the individual who bought you your biscotti and paid for your, paid for your coffee and everything, you look and he just looks over his shoulder just just for a moment to glimpse at you. And that's Michael Bay. It's Ooh. Mike Bay to you. <laughs> no, it's Michael. Uh-huh. And you're gonna realize. Yeah, not such a bad guy after all. I I feel like I, at least and and the and the listeners can maybe back me up on this. I think at least forty plus minutes ago I said, in fact, I'm sure he's a real nice guy. I don't know. I'm never gonna know, but professionally but that day, Jones. In that know. moment, you'll in that know. moment you'll know. In all seriousness, do I believe that Bad Boys Two is a film about police officers? Absolutely. <laughs> A hundred percent. And it's one of the best movies about police officers because it's police officer in almost every scene. <laughs> but do I think it's a good one? Hell no. <laughs> but he's in a swimming pool in his backyard. Don't and then get the me dog, started about that shit. Pulls the pool Look, and he and the water all goes out. That's another example I mean, of them cutting Martin Lawrence out and going, nah man, you're a pussy. Yeah. I'm you're just a fucking joke. Just send him out to sea. Doc, I'm two times. I'm glad I'm glad that you were finally able after 50 episodes to come to terms. And there's no chance that I'm going to use some of the earlier audio you gave me where you repeatedly say it's a good movie for my own personal Oh yeah, uses. it's a terribly good film. Okay. It's awful. But I have really before we send this thing home. I have one last question to ask you. Mhm. So let's I know they just gave you a hypothetical. So I'd like to give you a hypothetical here. So you're walking down the street could be hungry. could be looking for a coffee and an espresso. But really... Uh, you're saying it wrong. No, it's I an know. espresso. Dave, shut up in the middle of the thing. And then you're walking down the road. It's dark. It's, it's nighttime. It's maybe maybe, it, maybe it's sunset. Yeah, it's sunset. Golden like everything. Hour. The golden hour. And you feel something sharp against your back. It's a guy. He's got a knife, dog. You don't know what he's going to do. And he says, go inside. And so he sends you into a, a room. The door shuts behind you. And then a single light bulb turns on. And you're in a corridor. And you look there. And then on one side of the corridor is the movie Bad Boys 2. Extended edition. Complete with deleted scenes and director's commentary from one Mike Bay. That's door out number one. And door number two. There, quivering, is the Sega channel. It fucking wants it. It's been waiting for so long. It's been waiting for so long that it's dried up and gotten moist again, and now it's like a grilled cheese down there, just pulling apart. It's milky. It's real milky. So my question is, as you said, that you would never, ever watch Bad Boys 2 again, and there's no chance that I've been waiting 
for 50 episodes to pigeonhole you into this corner. <laughs> you have two options. You either watch Bad Boys 2 again, the extended edition with Mike Bay commentary about all of its action sequences, or you fuck the milky Sega channel and you fill it up. You fill it up like you just got a new car and you've used all your fuel, fuel perks and top it right off. What do you choose? Bad Boys 2 or Sega Channel Penetration? The floor is yours. Well, I, I hate to um, disappoint you with my response um, because it goes totally without saying that I would 110% absolutely just watch the fucking movie again. No, come on! <laughs> what the fuck? Oh. I waited 50 episodes to paint you oh in that God. corner and you would still not... How dare you? <laughs> All right, that's when stop. Stop. If you're driving your car, listen to this right now, I want you to literally pull over the road and put your hazard <laughs> lights on and if there's any liability involved in that, we do not accept it. But I want to add just... How, how fucking dare you? The Sega Channel has been waiting in this corridor. It knew it was you. It waited so long that it sealed up like like old school glue that, that dried up on the top of the cap, and you got to pick it off. That's how long it waited for you. And you still, despite saying that you would never watch that movie again, still to this day, will not fuck the Sega Channel. Do you have no shame? I mean... You're one of my best friends, so of course I have no shame. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, I, we have I, no shame. I, I I feel bad for the Sega channel right now. At well, this they, point, they, 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 you know what? Maybe they'll call you up. You know what I need to do is just get the Sega channel and get some Sarah McLaughlin shit behind you. In the arms of an angel. <laughs> just looking off. For only 39 cents, yeah. you too can dick the Sega channel. <laughs> <laughs> <sighs> but you know what it costs you to listen to this show? Nothing. Nothing. And we're going to keep going. Guys, we've hit 50. Yep. Our next milestone is hitting a one-year anniversary, yes. which if you shit. were paying attention, we should have hit, we should be two episodes away, but we put way <laughs> too much shitty content <laughs> out for that to not be the case. Halloween, right Havoc, the no, Halloween Havoc 27 is about to get dropped with this episode, everybody. <laughs> <laughs> we're still watching Halloween Havoc, still to this day. Well, we got a lot going on, guys. We yes. got a lot going on. We have some interesting things coming up. I don't want to say exactly what it is because we're not sure of the order <laughs> that we're going to air we're still it. Figuring in that at out at this point, but we got some really fun stuff coming up this summer. Are we? I think yeah, I mean, we already were serious earlier and talking about thinking about everyone for for being along with us on the ride. But you know what? I'm going to go ahead. And I'm going to say uh, I'm taking back everything I said. You're fucking lucky to listen to this show. <laughs> <laughs> You're lucky that uh, we fucking pull our balls out. Because here's the thing. You'll never be able to know if we don't. Just pull our nuts out. Nope. No shaft. Just nuts. And record this every single Tuesday without pre-recording anything. Just for you. And if you aren't lucky to be a part of this rocket ship to the fucking moon, then there's really only one thing I have to say to you. That's too bad. That's too bad. The fuck? Fuck you! <laughs> there, there we is. go. It is. Yeah. Oh, it's been a while since we got a good one. Yeah, I got a couple of ones. Well, my wife was here for that, that one. Was it was sneaky. A, it was. That you know, was a little sneaky. A little bit, you know, like like a neighbor that has the key and you don't realize they have the it's key because like, they know it's under the rock. It's like I was. It's like I was at yoga and I put my hands over my eyes. Mm-hmm. It was that kind of sneaky. Breathing in through your mouth Just, and out through your anus. We appreciate that, guys. Because mm. what a time! 
This has been fun. Yes, absolutely. I, I, absolutely. I, I did legitimately see the books. Let's do it. To set him up into this corner <laughs> for this thing to see if I could do it. I was all sure that I was going to get him to say yes. You were set up for disappointment. Mm, I'm going to make say. a Tinder profile for the Sega channel, <laughs> and I'm going to start fucking catfishing you. Oh, my God. <laughs> That's hilarious. Uh, well, guys, I, uh, let's catfish our audience by saying maybe there'll be more next week. Of course there will be. There will be. Will you, what will it be? You'll have to wait until Tuesdays let's, to find out. Let's time. do 50 we'll more. I mean, we already have Transformers to look forward to for episode 100. Episode 100. Yeah. Transformers. It's the only way. I've only seen that movie once. You know, so I'm already you know seen it eight nine times. times. You. <laughs> we all saw it, that together, that was, didn't we? That, it was just yeah. In we the all theater. went and saw that in the theater. There is a together. whole series of movies in that era that we all went to the movies together all the time, and they were fucking terrible. Transformers, <laughs> Spider Man Three, yep. X Men Three. Yep. Uh, the only good one we all saw in the theater together in that era was Sin City. So sure. I mean, at that point, there's like a whole stretch. Yeah. But you know what? We're not watching the good ones. No one wants to hear us talk about the good ones. <laughs> we watched one good one. And it was in like episode two. Mm. Uh, and I refused to watch a good one after that. So we're going to see. We got a lot more. Oh, last question before we do. No, we we're, been... there, are, there are definitely some good ones on the list that we're going to talk about. I mean, yeah, well, sure, oh, we'll yeah. get there when we run out of ideas. But in between now and now, we got a lot of bad ones to get to. And uh, we got some fun stuff coming up for July. It's summer now, so let's get some more summer movies. But guys, we do have a hierarchy. We do have one going on. We have talked about Highlander. We've talked about what was the other movie that we reviewed besides uh, Bloodsport. Bloodsport. And yeah. now Bad Boys 2 has joined our action movie lexicon that is not a Christmas movie that we've statistically defined it. So, we have previously said, so does Bad Boys 2, has it topped anybody's list as the number one action movie that we've reviewed so far in this movie? On this podcast? No. 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 Absolutely no. not. No, no, absolutely not. No, Still Highlander for when, me. Yeah. When Die Hard is on the list... No, Die Hard doesn't count because it's a right, Christmas yeah. movie. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Before we started keeping track. Yeah. It's still Bloodsport for me. I have to think about that. I gotta go back and kind of go through. Because, well, like, yeah, I mean, I guess you're not going to categorize Ninja Turtles. Nope. It's all, that's, all, that, that's all in the way back. That's right. in, the, that's in okay. the before times. Right. <laughs> the dark times. Before the Empire. Yeah. We're in the now. Um, shit. I don't know how to fucking answer this. How about right now? Oh, God, don't put Quickly. me in the spot. Quickly. Uh, I'm ask this. What's better, Bloodsport or Highlander? Go. Bloodsport. All right. And what's better, Bloodsport or Bad Boys 2? Bloodsport. Are then Bloodsport's at the top of your pyramid. That's how this works. That's how we should vote for the President of the United States. No, you know what? No, <laughs> Who's the bigger piece of shit? No, that guy or no, that guy? Quick, quick, quick. I'm going to correct okay. it. I'm going to correct right it. Go. Bad Boys 2 is better than Bloodsport and Highlander. So Bad Boys oh. 2 is not at the top what? of your mountain. I, I will. Not sure how I feel about that. <clears throat> I'm not. Look. Oh, I'm looking, but I don't see shit. <laughs> oh my god! Uh, it starts again. Uh, Will you? Before we go, right. you know what? I want to. I want to. I want to do this right. I want to do this right. First of all, make a fucking decision. Come on, even Dave. Uh, there's three movies Dave, to pick uh, from. This fucking pick all right, one. Fine, fuck it. I'll just go blood. Spray. Dave, you felt so strongly about a fucking gobblerito, and I can't get you to pick between three shitty there's movies. A big <laughs> difference between a gobblerito and fucking bad boys too. Don't you ever say there's a big difference between gobblerito and bloodsport? Because I think bloodsport no, is the gobblerito of movies. <laughs> no, I'll go bloodsport. Okay, bloodsport. Cool. Yeah. All right, Kumite. guys, to the next fifty. Yes. 50. Normally, normally I would say nothing good in a weird way, but could you do me a favor, just so in case he hasn't heard it all the way through, could you lean in real close to the mic and say, Mike Bay. Mike Bay. <laughs>